Today's episode is brought to you by non-flammable tents. How intense is that? I'll cheers to that. <laughs> well, cheers. 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 Welcome to InfoHorrors. We are your hosts. I'm Nat. I'm Sam. And today we are joined by Jessica Schwitanowski, but um, I said it wrong, so you can correct us. Schwitanowski. Oh, I was Ooh. way off. I think I might have got a five out of ten that time. Uh, usually, a lot of people usually like add in a letter or so. Shake some out. <laughs> anyway, it doesn't matter. You can read it here, folks, if you didn't catch that. Um, so, Jess, welcome to the show. Yeah, thank you so much. We met on Instagram. Online, where you're not supposed to meet people. You're not supposed to, and we actually got together during a global pandemic, despite lockdown restrictions. Oops. But we did meet outside, right? Outside in Trinity Bellwoods. Yes. But outside of their social distancing circles. Yes. So we were still rebels yes. about it. Yeah, we made a point. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So a lot of the people who follow you... A lot of the people that follow us would know who you are because you've worked at Rebel and True North. It's not the B. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, but can you can you tell our audience just a little bit more about who you are and what you do? Yeah, for sure. So I um, let's go back. So I used I grew up most of my life um, as a professional competitive ballroom dancer. Not sure if you guys know that. Um, so, cool. so I moved to New York when I was seventeen years old to pursue my dancing career. La di da di da. A few years later, moved back to Canada, went to Sheridan College for journalism, and then started at Rebel News my graduating year. And here I am. <laughs> and so, why journalism? Well, so I was in New York during um, the Trump election, the first Ooh. in 2015, 2016. And so, I noticed like everyone around me, because I was in the dancing circle, that community, very like artistic liberal, which I wasn't actually aware until that election. And everyone around me was like telling me that there's going to be some guy worse than Hitler about to be president. And I was like, holy (laughs) Say it. it. Holy (laughs) Shvetanyevsky. That's what we wanted you to say. (laughs) And um, so, yeah. And so I was like, oh, well, like Hitler was bad. So how bad can this Donald Trump be? And so I started looking into it and it turns out like not that bad at all. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, nice so then, guy. Yeah, he's actually pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> so I realized that I was like, oops, I'm a right winger. <laughs> what am I doing here? <laughs> and, uh, and so, yeah, that's pretty much what really sparked my interest in politics and media. So recently we saw that you made a video with True North, Sue Ann Levy. Mm-hmm. Um, about the Levy, <laughs> <laughs> about the um, homeless encampment at Dufferin Grove Park, mm-hmm. I think it was, and yeah. she's been—I know she's been covering that a lot in the the whole pandemic and everything. So, do you want to just give us some context about why? You- mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. So these tent cities have been popping up across the city, across Toronto. I actually, just heard that one popped up in Hamilton. So it's probably so. I'm sure it's in more cities than yeah. we were aware, but. Um, yeah, especially in the last year during the pandemic, it's just like mm-hmm. rampant. Yeah. And if you go near these tent cities, like you'll see like 
they're not just like setting up camp for the weekend. Like they are fully equipped. I've seen like they have vacuums. Not sure what they're vacuuming, but they have vacuums. They had a little kiddie pool in one of like they have. This, some of them have foyers. I'm not joking. Yeah, toilets. I there was inside. One, yeah, yeah, there was one. I didn't see it myself, but Suan mentioned it to me. Uh, one with two stories. Wow. No. Yeah, and I'm like, that is no. epic. <laughs> like, like, how do I <laughs> move in? Yeah, I was like, how does like, show up? That's bigger than like most of our houses. Yeah, the, definitely bigger than some of my uh, apartments in New York. That's yeah. for no sure. No kidding. Yeah. <laughs> Stunning. <laughs> that's awesome. Um, okay, so while reporting on the scene, you were treated with, um, let's say, some aggression mm-hmm. from men and women. Um, we, we watched the video. It was pretty gnarly, um, the way you were treated. Can you speak about your experience a bit more? Yeah, so that was, that was, a, it was a really bizarre day, and we were not expecting that at all. I actually went with Sue Ann. It was actually her story. I was going to help her cover the tent city in Dufferin Grove. Yeah. And I was just there to film and, like, kind of be in the, you know, yeah. behind the camera. It's not about me. Yeah, we didn't mean to you. But then eventually it just escalated. Yeah. Um, so we, when we got to Dufferin Grove Park, um, I was just going around taking B-roll. And for whoever doesn't know, that's just just footage of your surroundings that you use in um, like news reports just right, for visuals, right, right. right? So I was just shooting some videos around the park, mainly of the tent city, of the tents and the tent cities that they have there, because it's not even only in one area; it's around the park. Yeah. And um, there's this one fire pit that was just taken over by some like indigenous group and activists. And we weren't aware of that at first until they were approaching us and yelling us yelling at us about not filming their sacred fire. Right. And you know, at the time we didn't like even notice that there was a fire there or just like there's just stuff going on. You're in a public park, we're there to report, so we're taking videos. Yeah. Um so yeah, so it, it just kept, they just kept coming over. We kept moving away. They kept coming over. We kept moving away. And at one point, we're just like surrounded by like eight or nine people. And you know, and it was, and I'm really glad I was there. And it wasn't just Sue Ann there because if anyone knows Sue Ann, like she's this smaller, older lady with her bike, <laughs> like with her e-bike. Oh. And if I wasn't there filming, I don't know like how how crazy these people would have gotten. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, I wouldn't put it past them like to put their hands on her, like beat up this, this lady. Right. So, and even with me filming, you can see in the footage, there was a few times where they were just getting all up in my space, yeah. women and men, like this huge dude. Yeah. And I'm like, sir, like you need to move back. And he just kept pushing up against me, like forcing me to move back yeah. because if I just like stood in place, like he'd be on top of me. Right. And yeah, and eventually he grabbed my phone. And like, of course, when he's grabbing my phone, he's grabbing my hand at the same time, right? Like, he's just like scuffling with me, basically. So he assaulted you. Basically. And so that happened like three times. So it was that dude and then another woman, like they threw my phone. One guy ran to pick up my phone. And for a second, I was like, oh, thank you friend yeah. no, no no he went and threw it even further oh, <laughs> and yeah. i was like yeah, okay it's like <laughs> kids at a playground yeah basically yeah. it was like really hot i was like running after my phone <laughs> happened like two more times and like even like one of the women there like when when you feel someone's tits on you that means they're too close <laughs> you know what i mean and like this whole like personal space thing it's a thing before covid 
right? Like I like my personal space. Especially (laughs) during a pandemic. Like I think that they'd be a little more sensitive to that. Yeah, you would think. Yeah. Um, But yeah, so that like, so... And so I'm, I don't even know how, like, at what point Sue Ann called the police. I think yeah. it was at the point where she saw that I was being yeah. harassed and assaulted. And it's good she called the police because I think that de-escalated the situation a little bit, actually, mm-hmm. because they knew they couldn't keep pushing it, yeah. even though we asked them to leave us alone and we're going to wait for the police outside of the park. So we went even just on the sidewalk outside the park and they were still surrounding us. So eventually police came, didn't do anything, looked through all my footage, and they're like, oh, there's nothing like definite here that I can see. And I'm like, right. oh, really? Like, you can see me getting assaulted, but okay, sure, whatever. And they basically just gave like a stern talking to to the man, like in that pink shirt, if you remember from the video, yeah. the guy trying to assault me. Um, so yeah. like all in all, how long do you think that the incident was? maybe half an hour right but it must wow. and this like a was a lot longer it felt like forever and it was just like basically me like trying to like lead suan on her bike like okay let's just go now let's just yeah. go now like thank right, you right. and always in those situations i try not to say much and yeah. i let the people like the angry people i let the mob say their their whatever they have to say smart you know let them get it out so they feel heard and then i'm gonna leave yeah but they just didn't let that happen no right and i would say like, I was very impressed with how you handled it. Like, you were a boss. Like, this, honestly. It's not my first time in a sticky situation. Yeah. <laughs> unfortunately, as a journalist. No kidding. But you all, you mentioned on your Instagram story that, like, no one stepped in to really help you. Like... Yeah, so any like, of... Yeah, anyone, like, that saw what was going on, that was walking by, just like a bystander, just walking by, automatically took the side of, you know, the victims, those indigenous... Yeah. Uh, people and their allies because not everybody there at that ceremony or sacred fire or whatever right. it was was indigenous they were all just allies right yeah, yeah. um and yeah it was really shocking not even shocking I, I i guess i kind of expected but it was sad to see people just automatically siding with them and like treating us like we were doing something really really wrong yeah a couple of tiny women Ooh. in a public park and this was like 11 and a.m. Yeah. This was like broad daylight. Like it's still morning time at a public park in Toronto. And that's what happened. It's crazy. And yeah. do, you, do you think this is like a Toronto exclusive problem? Like the kind of bystander attitude? Or do you think this, like, what do you think this says about this nation as a whole even? I think, I think it's a big city issue. Yeah. I think it's just, there's so many people in a small space. Everyone's like on top of each other. And people just get agitated. And I think we just, like, we lose empathy towards our neighbors. But then Mm -hmm. at the same time, we, like, jump on the bandwagon with whatever the, you know, latest social justice trend is. Mm -hmm. So, like, right now, like, with all the, you know, the... uh, the mass graves that they're they're yeah, finding yeah. and stuff like that. You know, that's like the hot topic right now. No, for sure. And so it's just it's just virtue signaling. Yeah. Really. Yeah. But like I I was telling Nat before, like I feel like wokeness has like infiltrated the whole like homeless experience and the agencies because I worked at a homeless agency mm-hmm. and everything. And just I feel like this kind of permeated into, you know, the way people see the encampments and like um, meeting the homeless people where they're at by enabling certain behaviors and giving them 
um, access to everything they need, like harm reduction, even free drugs mm-hmm. now, right? Yep. And just coming to where, coming to the encampments to deliver stuff for them and, and say that, you know, you deserve this this place. You're on sacred mm-hmm. land, indigenous indigenous land, and everything. So, do you think that kind of strengthens their Oh, for, they're being enabled, like, yeah. 100%. It's not only the fault of, the pol- like, John Tory and the politicians yeah, yeah. and the police that are just basically neutered yeah, yeah. at this point. Like, they're scared and neutered and given to all this pressure. Um, but they these people who find themselves in these tent cities and encampments, they are definitely being enabled. Like, there's... Yeah. There's... You see just on the people's lawns they have like those signs that i stand with yes. my uh my neighbors in yeah. tents yeah meanwhile that's like on their lawn on their like million dollar home yeah. <laughs> just and like and there's uh, there's groups like um sanctuary yeah. is one of the groups yeah, and yeah. like one of the things that they supply listed on their website is tents like what do they th- like obviously they know what they're doing they're purposefully giving people these tents and it's like they want them to live in the parks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And if they actually cared, they wouldn't want that. If you mm-hmm. actually cared, you wouldn't want women living in tents among men. Among men yeah. every night and day. Yeah. Like there's obviously a lot of mental issues, mental illness, there's drug abuse. Like that's not it's not a good situation for people to be in. Yeah. So yeah. it's like so they don't they don't actually care. They're just enabling this and I'm not really sure I'm not really sure where where it's coming from. Really? Yeah, it's definitely like a band-aid solution, right? Mm-hmm. And it just it just speaks to the fact that our government, and I think a lot of people don't understand or don't care to understand like about getting to the root of the issue, for sure. Um, so we've talked about a lot of like progressivism kind of infiltrating homeless shelters. We know Toronto is like a hella lefty city, but how do you cope living in such a progressive place, especially as a journalist that leans right mm-hmm. um it's obvious it, it sucks <laughs> it sucks <laughs> at times but yeah. honestly at the end of the day i can't get triggered by everything because mm-hmm. could you imagine always being mad about something like mm-hmm. that's why these like these activists are so aggressive is mm-hmm. because they always they're so full of anger and hate yeah like they're so triggered and i'll just i'll give you an example the other night sunday night i went to an arkell show i love the arkells yeah I love them and I hate their politics. Yeah. Like in the middle of the show, they had this whole segment about like, uh, about the, uh, not segment, like this whole speech about vaccines. Mm-hmm. And you know, me, me and like my boyfriend who I was with, we look at each other, roll our eyes. Yeah. And then we keep watching. We didn't leave or like cause, like, you know, get upset about scene. it because at the, also at the end of the day, like it was actually kind of funny what they were doing. They were like saying, oh, our piano player got the vaccine and now he can play like this. And he was like killing it on the piano. Right. I was like, okay, yeah, that's kind of funny. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> and I tried to like laugh it off and move on with my life and just still be able to enjoy the city I live in, music, like, you know, artists, I don't have to listen to their politics. Yeah. That's not what they're there for. They're no. there to sing and dance and entertain If me. only they knew that. Yeah. <laughs> no, but it was a live concert? It was a live concert. Yeah, a Budweiser. Any, oh, was yeah. there any weirdness, like temperature checks or any... Nothing like that, but masks were required outdoors. Ooh. Except if you were drinking or eating. So before we even got in... Drink the whole time. Yeah, so all you have to do is just hold a, a can to your face... Um, but even with that, we were at one point, one of the security or whatever asked us to put our masks on 
and we like show we're like oh we we have a beer yeah. he's like oh no no like you like between your sips you have to have it on and we're While like you're chewing yeah and we're like ha 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 and walk away like what are you gonna do yeah. buddy yeah. <laughs> like and it's like and especially because it's like at a concert it's so loud so this guy had to like come like Oh in our gosh. face and I'm like why don't you just like step back leave yeah. me alone and we'll all be okay like get out of my face if you're concerned but it was about like COVID. none of the there was no space empty seats for social distancing or anything there were not like there were empty seats but I don't know if it's just because it was a Sunday night right or if it was social. yeah I don't know because uh, aren't there limits to uh, public gatherings so I guess they don't count I don't no. Yeah. Anyway. I, it's so hard to keep track of I this. Know. No. Maybe because it's outside. I don't know. But I was gonna. If there were like thousands of people there, that's really interesting because you still can't really go to church. Yeah. But uh. Yeah. Interesting. Um, politics. Mm. Let's talk a little more about mm. politics. Um. Oh well, I have a question. Yeah. Yeah. Like because we're going through <clears throat> this snap election and everything. My question is like, do you have any? I know all these politicians have been really disappointing lately. Do you have one that is actually inspi- has inspired you lately? Oh, or? That's easy. Maxime Bernier. Yes. <laughs> of course, honestly, he's the, like, of course, like, Randy Hillier and Derek yeah. Sloan, they've been great. Yeah. It's really a shame that they're not uniting. Yeah. yeah. Um, but, I mean, like, Maxime, like, he's a rock star, and he's, like, the only one that's just, like, the, he's the most Trumpy figure that we have and I think yeah. Canada's so desperate for someone to like say it straight like shake the nation be yeah. like wake up yeah you know like so yeah that's that's the first person that just comes to my mind imagine if she said jaggy <laughs> get out no, <laughs> no like I agree like Max is very he's killing it these days yeah. but also he's he's a lot like Trump but also he's a He's so different from him, and it's in in a good way. He's like yeah. a different kind of bulldog. He's like not the American bulldog. He's the English one. He's you know? so Canadian. He's also trending on Twitter like the past few days, which is really exciting to see. Like, oh, is he? Yeah, he's been he's been trending on Twitter. Like, what the heck? Well, I'm I'm not on Twitter, so thanks. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Thanks. This one got kicked <laughs> off. Do you want to want to tell everyone <laughs> about that a little bit? I, I, I wish know. I wish I had a juicy story. Like, I wish I like said some crazy shit, but yeah. um, I don't know what it was. <laughs> I have no idea. Um, the last thing I was tweeting about was um, what flavor of Doritos chips Ted Cruz may eat um and so that didn't sit well so i got the boot exceptionally controversial yeah yeah Um, could you imagine uh i i'm almost offended sitting next to her i don't know what about you should i leave yeah the jaggy thing didn't do it go no (laughs) um so what like politician or like media person has kind of been the most disappointing for you this year because i think 2020 2021 has been just like a year of like disappointments yeah um any anything standing out for you i mean doug ford is Mm. is a huge utter disappointment yeah it's like like very upsetting like he's just completely screwed over his base yeah Yeah. he he like does not care he completely changed um and i know so i I know a lot of people are like extremely disappointed in him Mm -hmm. and but it's and it's funny because not even liberals don't like him either yeah so like what are who are you pandering to do you actually think you're gonna sway liberals 
like you're Doug for you're Rob Ford. Like no, well, you're Ford. You're not yeah. gonna sway liberals, and you just screwed over your base. So no, for sure, because it's like he's he's not a conservative. He doesn't value freedom, but his lockdowns aren't strict enough for the lefties. Mm-hmm. So it's like I don't really get it. Like he's not winning. It's it's very funny because both conservatives and liberals hate him, but for very different reasons. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but at least we're like, yeah, I hate that guy. Yeah. But let's like not no. talk about why. Let's just unite. Like I wear I wear a shirt and a sticker. The shirt is fuck Doug Ford and mm-hmm. sorry dad. Sorry, Ken. <laughs> um but no, like flaming lefties with purple hair will come up and say, Yeah in public and also <laughs> yeah. a lot of like people at rallies and protests will mm-hmm. also do the same thing. Everyone Yeah. yeah. We can unite with our hatred. Beautiful. Thank you, Doug Ford. The only thing you've done is unite us. But but what did you think of Rob Ford? Do you have... You know, I wasn't around for Rob Ford. Okay. She wasn't born yet. Just kidding. I I was a lefty then, so I don't have an opinion either. just kidding. (laughs) Well, so I was, like, growing up, I definitely leaned more liberal without Mm. realizing it. Right. Uh, Just because my parents are actually, like, more conservative, and just naturally I went against my parents, and I was, like, this, like, artist, dancer, you know? Um, So I, unfortunately, didn't get all of the Rob Ford that I wish I had, Um, but, you know, hearing people talk about him I know he was like really loved and yeah he unfortunately is probably like rolling in his grave right now yeah seeing his brother yeah I mean even his own daughters are so they contradict yeah. everything they're so big into like natural health immunity fitness like all these things and they're like these pretty little blondes like it's like it's it's so weird it's just so weird and his own like uh sister ex sister-in-law oh yeah Renata Ford who ran for mm-hmm. PPC yeah, last yeah. election like he's basically screwing her yeah no for sure so yeah a lot of people yeah it's weird doug ford does not want us to take our vitamins no 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 no, no. he wants <laughs> he to just... eat cheesecake yeah and cheesecake and stay home yeah what if i put my vitamins in my cheesecake doug is that okay like they just... cancel each other out oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> so we have a fun question for you. What is your favorite pizza in the city? Oh my god! So I am still trying to discover this because I just moved into Liberty Village, mm-hmm. and that like there's so much good pizza around there. Oh yeah. So I'm still I'm still experimenting. Okay. Like Ghost, Blondies, North of <laughs> Brooklyn, like yeah. all good things. I have to say, North of Brooklyn has the best garlic dipping sauce, though. That's The garlic dipping sauce is so good. Mm -hmm. Um, And the last time I had Blondie's pizza, they didn't put enough tomato sauce on it. So I'm a little upset about that. Um, Ghost is great. But I I have no idea. They're also good. I mean, pizza pizza is good. (laughs) Okay, what about burger? Yeah, that's a Burger. You know, I've... My favorite thing to do is go to um, Vince Gasparro's butcher shop yeah. and get the stupid good wild boar Ooh. patties and make burgers at home. That's so it's good. It's so wild boar. Oh my God. Yeah. So good. I've never so tried. That's, that's, my, that's my favorite thing. Next time we have a barbecue, I'll, yeah. I'll get wild boar. We'll hold you to that yeah, for, for sure. sure. Yeah, do it. <laughs> well, thank you so much for coming on our show. It's been like such a treat. Um, can you tell our audience where they can find you on social media, etc.? Yeah, so I am, again, not on Twitter. <laughs> and I tried to go back and then they like kicked me off right away. And they're like, no, Jessica, <laughs> stop it. <laughs> okay, well, um, so I'm on Instagram, only news fans. 
Uh, you can go to my website, onlynewsfans.com, which will take you to all my social media and my YouTube page, which is also Only News Fans. Um, but yeah. Awesome. Yeah, we'll link all that in the description of the episode. But thank you so much. Yeah, um, thanks so much. That was fun. We yeah, end every you. episode by saying bye at the same time. So would okay. you do us the honor of saying Counting us in? Do you, yeah. you count it in? Yeah, count okay. it in. Yeah. Okay. Three, two, one, go, or three, two, <laughs> one. Okay. Um, we did not rehearse this. Uh, three, two, one. Bye. bye. <laughs>